This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right. Well, I, did I ever tell you my joke about Ira Glass doing uh, at the grocery store? No. <laughs> Go ahead. This week, it's cereal. Oh my God. <laughs> you, you have told me that before. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> that was a joke that was a lot funnier in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs or Dundamip. Then the people purses paper people, Dundamip. Then the people purses paper people, Dundamip. Then the people purses paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I am your host and regional manager, Edwin Janes. And with me, as always, is our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Thank you, doctor. Take two of these and call me in the morning. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, our our beloved friend and co-host, Sean Roney, is not with us this evening for this recording. Um, We had a little bit of a scheduling snafu, but we uh, (laughs) wanted to make sure that we got something out for you this week. So Alex and I are going to uh, answer some listener questions. We'll do a little bit of a mini mailbag episode. It's it's Tuesday night. We're flying high. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you know what? It makes it easy when we have to reschedule episodes because you guys are so great at sending stuff in to talk about yes and we're able to just like all right let's answer some of these questions we get a chance to catch up on uh, all the engagement from our amazing listeners and super excited uh let's just jump right into it please do okay all right let's start with this email from logan and boulder he asks what is the worst purchase or investment made by each character and i think alex you have that list handy i have it right here he sent us a fantastic list uh so we'll just go through his and i think we'll add a couple of our own there's a lot for michael he says uh uh, Michael, anything, two magic sets, sumo suits, metal drum, Seiko timepiece, 30 <laughs> laptop batteries. Uh, Jim. Wait, they're lithium. They're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> you've got me with that a couple of times. Uh, for Jim, he says prank related stuff, Morse code lessons, sure, roll yeah. of wire. We, we went over the pricing of oh, all right, of his pranks yeah. and the Morse code lessons were the most expensive. So that's his biggest investment he made. Other than maybe uh, uh, the necklace he buys for pam mm-hmm. where she's oh the heart jewelry that yeah. yeah well no she makes she makes him the comic book and he buys her that diamond necklace oh yes yeah and he's just like he's like bam i'm just yeah that was a big investment but not mm-hmm. a bad one that's a good one mm-hmm. pam art school oh, ouch <laughs> Ooh. yeah i mean i mean yeah, yeah. it's probably cost a lot to go to pratt in new york uh Dwight, Magic Beans, everything at the silent auction. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Quaker Fair. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Um, Hide, Coconut Penis Sports Drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, all, all the guys from the warehouse and their lottery winnings. Yeah. David, uh, Dunder Mifflin Paper Company, <laughs> when Andy convinces him <laughs> to buy it again. Stanley, Terry's Wedding Ring. Nice one. Uh, tuition at Catholic Girls School. Not even local, so at a commute. Um, <laughs> Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Phyllis's Hug. It's a thousand dollar hug, right? Mm-hmm. Does he pay a thousand bucks? Yeah. Yeah. One thousand. <laughs> that was really, really good impression. <laughs> uh, Andy says Hank's eight dollar muffin. 
Uh, also eight <laughs> honeymoons and seven oh, yeah. dogs at once. Mm-hmm. The dogs is a tough one. Whatever happened to the dogs? Does it give them back? We don't know. You don't know? Yeah. Maybe right. Dwight bit on them. Yeah. Mm. Angela, uh, Miss Lady, quickly depreciating asset. Oscar, Comstock, free, and the egg salad sandwich for the plane. Uh, Kevin <laughs> Harry says, and the Hendersons. <laughs> Kevin says, uh, or he says, Kevin, can't think of anything, really. Maybe the barbecue sauce when he saw Jan. Mm. Kelly, a ream of Dunder Mifflin paper online. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, the horse. Toby, a blog. Well, Kelly buys that bathing suit for uh, the booze cruise episode. Oh, right. And, and, and the company won't reimburse her for it. That's right. Uh, Ryan buys the horse. To, at the end, to, uh, Toby buys a blob of khaki outfit. Also, maybe his brand new SLR camera just to take a picture of him and Pam. <laughs> Pretty bad one there. Mm-hmm. Also, his entire trip to Costa Rica. Jan, 10,000 candles. Holly, credit card enrollment. Robert, his erotic cinema room. And Luke for his decaf coffee, fat free ice cream, and bagel chips. All right. Clutch cream run, bro. <laughs> What about Nelly? She's got a ton of MasterCard. Yeah, that's that's the end of his list. Gold so. Arabian slippers what for Nelly. Got? Yeah, um, I had a couple that he touched on as well. Um, Michael's magic set, of course. I have Pam's rental of twenty eight days later. <laughs> <laughs> she kept expecting yeah. Sandra Bullock to show up. Uh-huh. Um, Jim's apartment in Philly. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Michael's jacket from Burlington Coat Factory. Um, I got my favorite one from Michael. Well, what is it? Michael buys two pounds of caprese salad for five hundred dollars. It's two pounds. Yeah. He goes. He goes. It doesn't look like two pounds. It's two pounds. He goes. I'm losing a lot of money on this. Go, go. <laughs> and he's how, how, much, how much? Two pounds. Can we acknowledge that Michael's also wearing a wire? Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I know. That'll be five hundred dollars. What? Five hundred dollars. It's a good price. Um, I have Dwight's pewter wizard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait. I'll take the wizard. <laughs> awesome. That was the drop I was grabbing. Right. Um, I have Jim squash equipment. When he goes to distract oh. Robert, he has the full outfit and the squash racket. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. Well, I'm clearly horrible at this. And then Robert, Robert just serves up the next game. That's right. Um, Dwight's infrastructure for Hay Place. Um, oh, man. I mean, a lot of Dwight's stuff. He, he buys a lot. Um, Michael's guacamole investment mm-hmm. and uh, the phone cards. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I make it in such large quantities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's one from Andy. Last year, I went to the to a seminar called The Ten Secrets of Real Estate. Turns out it was just a ploy to sell me timeshares in Idaho. Cut to, you know, spending a weekend in Boise, terrible time, super lonely. But I get to thinking maybe I should put out my own seminar to lure clients. <laughs> oh, Andy in Boise. Oh my God. I mean, there's a lot of just terrible spending that happens mm-hmm. throughout the course of the show. Uh People are spending money they've been stashing away for oh, yeah. all for all the time. Does the goodbye Toby party count as a bad investment? Yeah. That, oh, my God. I put the money in my shoe, to and I forgot about, about it until now. To think about, like, there, there's a talking head in Goodbye Toby with, like, that Ferris wheel outside the window. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing that the Ferris wheel, <laughs> they got one in that parking lot. Really amazing. Um, yeah, I saw it, something today that the voice on the phone for the anti-gravity machines uh, was actually Amy Ryan, so Holly. Was the voice the person that oh, Phyllis really? calls? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Well, thank you, Logan, uh, for that list. That's a great, fun, really fun question. That's a great. That's a really good one. Send us it. I'm sure there's now you, know, you start thinking about mm-hmm. how many bad purchases. A lot of it's just Michael. Um, this scary black bar impulsivity is stuff, is stuff that no one should be spending money <laughs> yeah, on. Exactly. All right. Uh, next up, let's go to Wes from Denver, who left a voicemail about the writing of Hunter's song. 
Hey guys, this is uh, Wes from Denver. Um, I'm calling because I thought you would like to hear this uh, story. You betcha. So, you know, in the dinner party episode, the song that Jan sings that Hunter wrote, uh, it's by actually written by a guy named Todd Pitts, who was in a band called The New Pornographers. Mm, that's crazy. And the I happened to play with them, or I opened a show for them, in 2008, uh, Denver, right around the time the, uh, hmm. I think that episode aired that year, I think. I can't remember. But, uh, I think that's right. Yeah. Thought you guys might like to hear that and uh, love the podcast. Keep it up and uh, can't wait to hear more. Thanks. Bye. Just calling in, Wes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know it was yeah, by the new por- a guy from the New Pornographers. That's crazy. I've I've wondered, like, you know, mm-hmm. making that kind of a song for that kind of a show. I mean, how much budget do they have to make a show? Like, what what does that cost to pay someone to write a right. song? Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah. Or it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. If you're out there, songwriter. <laughs> yeah. I, that song, I would love to do that at karaoke. I don't think it'll ever be mm-hmm. anywhere, but man, that would be fun for people that knew the song. Not a great song to sing, but it'd be fun. There's There's a place in Portland where you can, like, Submit requests. Oh, yeah? And people will make them up, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, get ready for some hot Instagram content when I <laughs> sing that song on stage. Uh, moving along, this is from Eddie in Pittsburgh, and he sent us a list of who would win in a fight. Let's start out with, he gave us all these different verses. Let's go from uh, Aaron versus Jan. This is a great This is a great one. I mean, Jan is, gonna, is absolutely bringing the heat on Aaron. Like... Mm-hmm. The thing is, do you remember Aaron in the paper airplane episode where she's like hyper competitive yes. all of a sudden? Yes. <laughs> That's the only side of me that could see, you know, I could see Aaron having this yeah. sort of, uh, yeah. I could see if you backed Aaron into the corner, right, she exactly. might turn into yeah. like an animal, like crazy mm-hmm. animal and just go, go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think uh, by the time she flips that switch, Jan is already at her throat. Yeah, I would go. With, I mean, Jan is Jan. I mean, Jan is Jan. <laughs> yeah. Jen would put on a cigarette on her. I'm sure she seems like she's not above just horrible things. Anyway, yeah. All was, right. I hate the tone of this question. This is a bad one. <laughs> Jim versus Brian, the sound guy. Um, it depends if Brian has a boom. Yeah, I know. If he has the boom, then uh, maybe the, maybe he has a chance. He has the longest arms. And yeah. He's going to win. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's Jim. Um, Roy versus Bob Vance. Mm, that's interesting. Do, does one of them have pepper spray? I'm paying to watch this one. Yeah, yeah one's got a sock full of nickels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other one's Bob Vance. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bob Vance has got old man strength. Mm-hmm. There's no question. I'm leaning towards Bob Vance in this one. I just, he's, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, Roy's got the gusto, but mm-hmm. Roy's been taken down by Dwight. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go with Bob Vance. Yeah. I'll go with Bob as well. Yeah. The finishing move would be by Phyllis. It'd be mm-hmm. pretty cool. Dwight versus 10 three-year-old girls. Weird question, but when you start to think about it, Dwight's not as good of a fighter as he thinks he is. That's true. Although, I don't know, when Dwight has this tendency to surprise us. It's when true. he tranquilizes Stanley. <laughs> he's got weapons stashed yeah, everywhere. Uh-huh. And he's just big. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess you got to go with Dwight. Yeah. I, I would like to think that Dwight would have enough honor to not fight 10 three-year-old mm. girls. Or three yeah. 10-year-old girls. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Kelly versus Ryan. Uh, is it a shouting match? No, physical fight. Okay. Uh, I'm still going Kelly. Yeah, I'm going Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. I just think mm. she has the tenacity. Ryan would be trying to run away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he added on a quick bonus here: Spider-Man versus Darth Vader. Uh, I would probably go Darth Vader. 
Yeah, the force is a the force is is strong with that one. It's it's yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. tough. I love to, I love Spider Man, but yeah, yeah. I mean, be would be a great scene to. I'm sure that we'll see that fight someday mm-hmm. in some iteration. What about this one, Stanley versus iPhone Four? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what kind of depends on the kind of fight. Mm-hmm. Depends on the kind of fight. I'd rather see Stanley versus Gabe. I think that'd be a fun fight to watch. <laughs> anyway. Oh, what a rich timber your voice has. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Let's move on from those. Let's see. How about, uh, do you want to go from Samantha on Instagram? Sure. Okay. If you could know one of Creed's mysterious stories, what would it be? For me, it would be what the third chair is mm-hmm. or what it's for and the blood splattered shirt on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, it would be uh, the first one I thought of was on in the work bus episode, season nine, when they pick him up off the side of the road and uh, <laughs> and he says, uh, thanks, playing a little hooky from work today. Oh, my God. When he gets on the when he gets on like, the bus, what was he doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, is, yeah. <laughs> he is the perfect color coordinated suit with the tie. He has like the he has the tan jacket and the, the straw. Hat. Is it like a pork pie hat? What do you call those hats? I'm not sure what I. I don't think it's a pork pie hat. No, there's a certain name, mm-hmm. a flat brimmed old journalist hat. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called. It might be a pork pie hat. It might be a pork pork pie. I hat? think it is a pork pie hat. All right. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then of course why he needed to uh why he needed um what he was to scuba. Oh sure. Yeah. Right. I I think the answer for me is in Blood Drive. We see him stealing a bag of blood. Yeah, and I gotta know what that's for. What's <laughs> what operation is he running? What's he throwing down uh, in the quarry? A fake ID Bodies? business out of the back of his car with a laminator machine. He stole yeah. from the police station. Yeah, yeah. How did he steal that from the police station? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know his entire case uh, by the FBI. I'd mm-hmm. like to read that whole case file. Just give me everything. The Area Fifty One of Creed Bratton. Um, that's so crazy that he gets arrested at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. I, as I've said, I think Creed is the most morally reprehensible person on the show <laughs> for the reasons we've just explained. Today's I mean, Halloween. The, that's a really great coincidence. He also at hey, some point if, mentions... Hey, it could be beet juice, right? As Dwight's, Like with Dwight's sure, bloodstained hands. It could be beet juice. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he at some point say, he's like, I can get you a kid for that much? Oh, that yeah, might be the darkest. Yeah. That might be the darkest place he goes. That wasn't a tapeworm. Yeah. All right, where are we going next? All right, let's go to a voicemail from James. Hello, I'm James, calling from sunny old England. Um, I'm from London, but live near Manchester in the north of England now. Love the podcast, um, and I've got a question for you guys, and that is: What is your favorite moment when somebody swears and it's bleeped out? Um, my favorite is in Happy Hour when um, Angela surprises Dwight and he um, swears oh, and he yeah. sees her and he puts his hand up, which I also love. Um, very quickly, he puts his hand up to his throat like um, Scranton Strangler is behind him. Um, yeah, so that's my question to you. Also, um, yeah, love the podcast. They're really great. Love The Office. Um, it's very hard over here because you say to someone, The Office, I assume you mean the British version uh, of the office yeah. with Ricky Gervais. Um, the English one does uh, definitely have a soft spot for me because it's such a great show and started everything off. But um, yes, much, much prefer the American one. 
So, um, yeah, keep up the good work, and I look forward to your answer. Bye. All right, well, thanks, James. That's a great question. Some great examples. Uh, and I, I really love this question because you got to think about uh, that kind of emotional burst that you get from these characters, I, right? Yeah. And how they have to censor it out. Like, yep. it's really, really great. So what do you have? Well, uh, I had three. One, of course, was the one he mentioned. With The first one I thought of was when Angela sneaks up behind him. Oh, yeah. It's just the size of Angela and the size of Dwight are very funny sometimes mm-hmm. when they're next to each it's other. It's become a meme. Totally. Yeah. Um, my favorite one is actually uh, we have a drop of, which is this one. I don't know what the f- that was. <laughs> Which is right after Aaron outlines her plan. Uh, oh, yeah. T- to take out the uh, life insurance policy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Do you guys like that plan? I bet you like that plan. And it, yeah. Uh, that, I think, that's what, I think that's what they're trying to do to me. I learned nothing. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's just right in line with the viewer of Michael just being like, okay, that was weird. Let's keep going here. Uh, the timing of it is just really funny. To uh, me. We've co- I mean, obviously a couple of them we've covered now, but uh, during the fire, uh, cold open, stress relief. Yeah. <laughs> Stay f- Called, <laughs> yeah. right that's an all-timer just because of the message that michael is saying um also when Clark- kevin huh kevin's kevin's <laughs> one to gabe i think that's the best one <laughs> that's a really that good might, one <laughs> which is after he does this the uh do you think that i would let this happen again <laughs> no way jose <laughs> you gabe <laughs> Uh, we talked about Dwight tranquilizing Stanley, but when he does that, Clark is sitting in the break room and, and Stanley is about to get up and he goes, Dwight, for a threat to be credible. And then boom. And then like, boom, boom. Like, and Clark just goes, <laughs> it's a, the profanity on the office, you know, for a sitcom, it's certainly not that profane. There's not a ton of swearing, but they seem to use it. Uh, they use it very well when it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And like you've said, Sometimes the beep is funnier than I think the, the beep swear. is funnier than the swear. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I have another shout out for the. Oh, yeah. This is an amazing thing, but I'm so glad we get to talk about it. And we've probably talked about it already. But GD, the way they use GD in the show to like imply a swear uh, when they don't have to bleep or anything. You don't know. You don't. You don't know me. You've just seen my penis. I can make a difference. <laughs> remember, I'm the one who started this whole thing off by hitting Meredith with my car. And I owe it to her to finish this GD 5K. <laughs> Yeah, there's like, uh, and then there's this one, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> Michael, so you don't want to end our relationship? Jan, I'm closer to firing you. Michael, that is so sweet. You're the best GD girlfriend in the world. you know that? <laughs> there's a interesting way some shows have of like covering up swearing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, like even on, like even on this, the drop at the top, uh, the top of this show. Thank you, doctor. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Oh yeah. You know, they blur out his hands. Finger, yeah. Um, and it's funny because like they'd have to do that with they have to do it with a mouth too when someone swears like this. So often when you see people swearing, you, quick blur. But some shows will will sort of obfuscate it. Uh, I know Arrested yeah. Development was very good at every time anyone swore, they had something going in front of the person's mouth because mm. they're like when you see a blurred out mouth suddenly it kind of takes you out of the show for yeah. a sec. And so they did a, it's it's just a good to go back and rewatch Arrested Development. It's artfully covered up swearing mm. and. They don't swear enough on The Office for it to really make a difference. Right. Yeah. Um, plus, it's that kind of it's a documentary being filmed. So they're allowed. They can just blur something out and it, and it works. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm glad they don't. I'm glad they don't use it too much. Just a couple like more us. instances of GD. Angela calls Kevin a GD monkey uh, in the weight loss episode. Oh, yeah. Um, when Holly still thinks that he's mentally challenged. Mm-hmm. And then Kelly, when they're talking about the uh, the Kate Middleton in the costume mm-hmm. in Spooked in season eight. 
uh, Kelly says, look, I stayed up all night and I watched that GD wedding. <laughs> She's talking about the royal wedding. But right. anyway, uh, a great question, um, a, a really fun one to dig into and uh, find some good examples. All right, let's go next to George on Instagram. Uh, yes, George uh, asked us on Instagram, uh, what is the best pair on the show, uh, in parentheses, non-romantic relationship? I personally love Oscar and Kevin. I find their almost father-slash-son dynamic hilarious. Uh, this is a great question about platonic uh, like relationships in the office. So if This is whole yeah. episode worthy, and I, I feel like we'll probably be diving into more of these later at mm-hmm. some point, and we already have for many, but it's, it is good to just review. I think... I mean, Stanley and Phyllis off the top of my head. I thought of that one too, yeah. It's just such, it's just a great one. It's classic. They are just in lockstep for the whole show. Their energy stays the same. They keep sitting in the same place. They have the same reactions. Stanley and I are close. We sit close. We sit close. <laughs> and then the payoff with the doll at the end. The, yeah, right. It's just so nice. She's um, feeding new Stanley feeding, fudge. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. Just keep the ribs coming. Yeah. They have, they have this curmudgeonly way that they play off each other that just works so well. Mm-hmm. Um... What else do you got? Uh, I have Kevin and Phyllis. They don't interact a ton, but I love their back and forth. The mm-hmm. way that he calls her Phil, and she calls him Kev. You know, I, I just I love that dynamic. And then um, the all time non romantic relationship is Michael and Dwight. Totally, their relationship is so great that it should be its own episode, and it probably will be of our show. I'm sure it will. Um, but just the way that they. <laughs> rely like their their codependency so early on in the show is so great like michael to have somebody who's by his side and is like yeah michael yeah all the time um and then like at the same time michael kind of takes advantage of him and makes fun of him and that kind of thing like they uh but at at the same time there's lots of times michael realizes like dwight's his only real friend oh yeah absolutely yeah the dwight is actually there for him right when like when the chips are down or whatever it is like and he's like mm -hmm. the last kind of person michael wants as a friend you know like yeah yeah, yeah. he sort of hints at that of like he's such a nerd and he does all these things and he's like but yet it's all he has like think about an office olympics when he brings dwight along as like his representative Mm -hmm. and he like offers him to be the roommate and then he takes it away because of all of dwight's terrariums right Mm -hmm. or then uh i love in the cocktails episode when uh dwight says i'm really glad you invited me to this he goes yeah wait should you be going And it's, you watch the episode, you're like, they should, should right. be going. That's the only acknowledgement. Or when they go, in the New Leads episode of season six, when they drive out to the dump and they come back with that, they fight, you know? Yep. And then they come back with the that ratty beanbag chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or even in mm-hmm. uh, in Niagara mm-hmm. with the whole snafu with Michael's room and needing oh, a right. place to stay yes. uh-huh. and Dwight doesn't let him and Dwight pulls the whole trick with the tickets and it's just this <laughs> moment when like they're just at each other's throat and you're just like wait Man. this reservation is for an M Scott <laughs> oh thank god <laughs> can I stay with you right. it's so good here's the thing Dwight if I bring a lady back to the room and things are getting hot and heavy and she sees you brushing your teeth with butter and clay <laughs> <laughs> yeah Dwight makes him the 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 tape to play oh yeah, yeah. don't it's a, be afraid and- of your night in heaven oh <laughs> There's so many times when the camera pans out. Oh, to be out. in your shoes. <laughs> I think that that was a drop on an early episode we played. Just so many times when they're like together and they're like the in the secret and when they're trying to investigate Oscar for being sick. Like there, there's an there's so many uh, moments that we can talk and we will. I'm we will. This will for sure be a later episode. Yeah. yeah. Here, replenish your fluids. <laughs> I think the other uh, another pairing I really like is Jim and Kevin. Uh, yeah. Again, not a ton together, mm-hmm. but every now and then you just see them either. They're usually talking about football or fantasy football mm-hmm. or like they dress up with Daryl with the jerseys, the Miami Heat jerseys in, in that one. Yeah. Halloween. The, the big three. Yeah. yeah. 
in this in the alliance in season one uh jim is supposed to be on a fact-finding mission but he's really just talking to toby and kevin about kevin's sandwich yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yep. is that turkey italian oh you got the works you know mm-hmm. uh or uh, in the in the fire episode when Jim says uh, when they ask who'd you do and he says Kevin you know he's got that teddy bear thing going on and afterwards mm-hmm. we can just watch bowling yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah it worked out mm-hmm. um, there's some there's God now this just makes me think of characters that are really Andy and Dwight well I, oh sure Andy and Dwight that's a <laughs> roller coaster I mean as is as is like mm-hmm. even like uh, uh, well, Aaron and Kelly Aaron and Michael Aaron and Michael yeah. Oh, there's, there's so many, many. there's yeah. just i mean choose any two what's mm-hmm. it's like but you think about who are characters that have no like meredith and creed don't really have aren't really buddy buddy with anyone else that's true i mean there's not even a toby and anyone small moments i guess meredith and pam go to karaoke oh yeah for life you know? in the lice episode yeah um but other than that it's like but also it's funny it's fun because like creed and meredith aren't seeking out many relationships either they're yeah. not like trying to hang out with anybody mm-hmm. um I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like pick any two characters. But yeah, yeah I, th- I think those are... I think we went over the best ones there, for yeah. sure. Uh, Nothing but... Uh, Oscar and Angela, yeah. of course. So much white space for, in this particular question. Just talk about different pairings and stuff in a non-romantic way. I mean, you get so there's many so funny much, little dynamics. Just like, yeah. yeah. Angela and Phyllis. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Of and course. We should mention Oscar and Kevin. Like, that is such a funny... To, especially over the course of the show, as Kevin needs more and more help, mm. you know? Yeah. Real sneaky one. Ryan and Robert California. <laughs> they don't really have many scenes together, but just it's it's one sided. It's Ryan's adoration of Robert California. That's just a funny pairing of of people. Origami. It's the sushi of paper. <laughs> the sushi of raw paper. fish. <laughs> Not a party if you don't do something that scares you. I can't wait. I'm just waiting to do Robert California every week. Oh. What a great character. We will very soon. All right. Yeah. Uh, thank you, George. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. All right. We got a couple would you rathers. Yeah. Let's just fire through a couple of these. Would you rather go to Costa Rica with Toby or go on the boat trip with Andy? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go Costa Rica with Toby. That's the 100% correct answer. Yeah. Because, I mean, jo- it'd be cool to go with Josh Groban, mm-hmm. but his singing, the singing on that boat would might get obnoxious after a while. Mm-hmm. Plus, boats. Not to mention Andy singing on that boat. Yeah. <laughs> Plus boats are pretty. They're very. It's a lot of hours on a very small amount of space. Yeah, and Andy loses his mind. You know, he. You know, he wears them. To, he. He has to be careful to stay away from the glare bear. That's what he calls the sun. Yeah, yeah. I know. They like run out of their food and yeah. they're not doing well. Mm-hmm. He has that water pump that goes over the side of the boat. Right. Meanwhile, you just just avoid ziplining. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Costa Rica was the best. Right. I mean, and Toby says it's hard to make friends. So if you were like Toby's buddy. You know, he could have a better time Dude, there. Uh, Toby seems like he'd be really fun to travel with. Like, mm. he'd be down. Does he? <laughs> totally. Like, because you could, I feel like you could be like, hey, I want to go do this. And he would just like tag along or maybe he's like, I'll just go. I was just going to go read while you do that mm-hmm. or hang out. And I think Toby would be lovely to hang out mm-hmm. with. Oh, I'll go check the accident report binder. I've never used those forums before. <laughs> the best, the best Toby, Toby also uh, has shown himself to be an adventurous eater. True. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> He he talks about having to we have to patronize the only Middle Eastern restaurant in town. That's right. It's like something about preserving culture. Maybe some falafel. So that's right. Yeah. Would you? Oh man. Lay it on me. Would you rather marry season one Roy or season five Kelly? Ooh wow. (laughs) Um. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to like think of what 
season one Roy is kind of most of Roy that we remember, you know? Yeah. Um, or season one Roy and season two Roy are pretty what similar. What makes season five Kelly different from other Kellys? I'm not sure. But uh, she's, well, I mean, Kelly early on is much more subdued as a character, and she doesn't become Kelly, you know. That's true. Roger Naganda Kapoor, and it's a little bit later in the show. True. Man, I um, wish I could get season nine Roy. <laughs> I would I would marry season nine Roy or season one Kelly mm-hmm. in a heartbeat, either of them. That reminds me, have you, have you seen this meme? Uh, all right, so, or it's a tweet, I guess, but it says, Pam and Roy's relationship from The Office taught everyone that some people are just toxic, and the only thing you can do is break free and move on, start a successful gravel business, build your dream house, <laughs> learn to play the piano, and never give up hope because your Laura is out there. Dude, it's so real. Yeah. That one is mm-hmm. so, that is so good. Yeah. Not gonna lie, that got me in the first half. <laughs> And it like, yeah, that is, it was like, if you look at it from that picture or that mm-hmm. side of like, yeah, Roy like cleaned up his life and he did get out of a very toxic environment mm-hmm. and, uh, he found his, found his Laura. Found his Laura. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Uh, yeah. I don't know. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather go out, go out partying with Ryan in New York or hang out in the quarry with Creed? Uh, <laughs> I think either way you're ending the night in jail. Yeah, I'm gonna go Ryan in New York. <laughs> I'll go the quarry with Creed. Yeah, I just want to see. I just want to mm-hmm. know. I mean, what are the blood bags? Can for? we I, can we go to the quarry with Creed in the daytime? <laughs> All we're gonna do is throw things down there, right? <laughs> it could be close to Jim's house. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's true. Yeah. You know, maybe on Linden Ave. Yeah, I, I I I'm just I'm I'll go down the path with Creed. I want to know. Mm-hmm. I gotta see. Gotta know. Yeah, you take the red pill with Creed or the club drugs with Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Would you rather be one of Scott's tots or take Tranquilize Stanley up the stairs? Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, I'll go with Tranquilize Stanley. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Over years of hopes being dashed. dashed. You still graduate high school. (laughs) True. And you get a battery. That's true. It's lithium. And, you know, if you're that one kid, Michael will pay for your books. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. But, yeah. Do you do you skip Scott's Tots when you no. watch the show? Yeah. No. I, okay. I think I, it's interesting. I think it do. is yeah. far from the cringiest episode. Mm-hmm. I think Diwali is, is <laughs> heads and shoulders above Scott's Tots when it comes to, the, like, awkward, hard-to-watch uh-huh. episodes. There's so many mo- When he tries to kiss Pam and Diwali, that's the hardest thing to watch. <laughs> On the show. What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) I'm rejecting your kiss. And that comes after he uh, proposes to Carol. Also, extremely hard to watch. You gotta be kidding me. It's so tough. I know what you're thinking. Who is this crazy gringo? What is he doing up here? (laughs) And then after after he uh, Pam rejects the kiss, Michael says, "Can I have a ride home?" Oh my! Exactly. He's sitting in the back. These aren't my shoes. That's what he says in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, so yes, I always watch Scott's Tots. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, that's crazy. People skip it. Mm -hmm. I want want Netflix when it leaves. I just want them to just post a PDF. Just give me the full office stats on on views. Just give me a breakdown. I want to see like which episode is the most, the least, Mm -hmm. what are the habits of each episode. How How often do people skip the intro? How exactly how far do people get into Scott's tots? Mm -hmm. Um you know, I don't know. I just, I want to see all the data. This is a little off topic, but it comes to my mind. Now that we've drafted cold opens, we have to draft tags, which mm. is that little 
thing at the end of the episode, after, you know, that yep. little last scene. But yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would really love to know the stats. It's really interesting. That would be so fascinating. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it'd be fascinating. We might be able to guess most of it. But. Do you ever go through your Netflix history and it's just five minutes of starting one movie and then just The Office for pages and pages and pages? You, can you look? You can look you can at your see history what you on watched. A, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if I can do that on, it knows. on the Roku. Damn it, Kelly. It knows. <laughs> it knows what you did. I had no idea. I've never looked. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All I know is the continue watching. I don't look through the, the history. Well, okay. You don't look back. You only move forward. Um... Like a carpenter building stairs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for all those would you rather's. Those were, again were from uh, Olivia in Winnipeg. Oh, really quickly, I just wanted to share. Um, just given that she she wrote in from Winnipeg and she's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. there, here's some stuff about Winnipeg that you should know." Um, she says she always cringes at the concierge's accent. It's not at all accurate of a Winnipeg. <laughs> Uh, accent. I didn't. I don't even. Is she even going for a, a Winnipeg yeah, she accent? Has, I don't. She has an accent. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, other fun fact. She says, uh, in a year, our weather typically ranges from about negative forty-five degrees Celsius oh to positive God. thirty-five. So we get the best of every season. Wow. I don't even know what that is because it's only know very Fahrenheit. hot and very cold. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're a very multicultural and diverse city. You can pretty well find anyone from any country living in Winnipeg. They have the Guinness World Record for the longest naturally frozen skating trail in the world. Mm-hmm. And Winnipeg was the inspiration for Winnie the Pooh. Huh. The bear was named after the city. There we go. Didn't know that. Thank you, Olivia, for that question. All right. That's enough for the questions. Mm-hmm. Let's do some trivia and wrap this thing up. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. <laughs> All right. I've got trivia for here, Edwin. I took trivia from three episodes only Mm -hmm. that was going to be goodbye toby counseling and frame toby Mm -hmm. so these are episodes and highlighted by these are toby centric episodes Mm -hmm. that i'm taking some foreshadowing for our next foreshadowing from what our next episode might be but i'm going to use this trivia right now question number one yep what is the name of michael's sequel to holly's story of why she's sitting on the floor woman stands at desk and works (laughs) very good Michael thinks what rock band is from Scranton? Uh, you too? Yes. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> uh, Michael's foot money is supposed to be used for what? It's his birthday money. Yes. College he's, tuition or something? He's been putting it at his shoe. Yeah. And then it dawned oh, on Oh, motorcycle. Me. Yes. I should buy a motorcycle. <laughs> and then I put it in my shoe. God, and I no, forgot he about should it not buy a motorcycle. No. Last person. <laughs> he can't even ride a bike. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh... <clears throat> In Dwight's perfect crime, mm-hmm. how exactly does he escape from Tiffany's? Uh, he, he, where, it's the security guard or something, right? Yeah, yeah, in a cop uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Puts, yeah. Mm. He escapes in a cop uniform. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't show up. I go to Berlin. That's where I stash the <laughs> chandelier. Uh, Michael channels what actor before pretending to get along with Toby? Kurt Russell. Yeah, nice one. Mr. Kurt Russell, you're about like, to be yeah, served. Right? Eat your heart out. You're about to be served. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> that transition from him listening uh-huh. to Toby to saying he can't do it is <laughs> just great. All right. This is a fill in the blank mm-hmm. from Pam's microwave note. Okay. To whoever made this microwave mess, the microwave is a shared kitchen appliance. 
by not cleaning it up, you're basically teller. You're basically telling whoever follows that blank, as they will have to scrub out your disgusting splatter. Their time is not as valuable as yours. Yes, their time is less valuable. Less valuable. As they will have to scrub out your disgusting splatter. Sincerely disappointed. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so holier than thou. <laughs> Get off your high horse, Richie. <laughs> um. All right. Michael wants Pam to deliver this note to Toby. <laughs> uh, what does it say? Please hug and kiss me. No matter how hard I resist, I'm too shy to tell you that I love you. <laughs> struggle instead of resist. Oh, Please hug awkward. and kiss me. No matter how hard I struggle, I'm too shy to tell you that I love you. <laughs> Trying to get Toby fired for sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and tries to fight Toby. Amazing. Uh, I already blew this one, but uh, Michael pays how much for what volume of Caprese salad? Oh, five hundred dollars for two pounds. <laughs> five hundred bucks for two pounds. And when he of walks Caprese up, salad. those guys are throwing the little firecracker, yeah, firecracker yeah. popper things yeah. like on the ground. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm losing money on this. Pop, pop. Uh, Pam's first act as office administrator mm-hmm. is what? Uh, she tells the guy that we're not interested in the new phone system. Yeah, what is that guy selling? Uh, I don't know a phone thing. No, window treatment. A window treatment. The window treatment guy. And there's Mm -hmm. the phone system guy. Different time. And no, we're not interested. We're not interested at all. What inspires Daryl to want a corkboard all around his office? Oh. He saw it on a TV show? Yeah. Or something? Yes. I don't know. What is it? Uh, He saw in TLC a Uh show on Kate Walsh's home office. (laughs) All corkboard. We could do that in here. We Uh could. Uh, what is the name of Dwight's daycare center? Oh, the Sesame Avenue Center for Children? or the sun- ah, Sunshine close. Avenue, yeah. Sesame Avenue Daycare Center for Infants and Toddlers. Yeah. Very good. Oh, no, Very the, door, good. the door locks from the outside. Escape is impossible. Uh, if you keep it scored at home, the an acronym for that is SADKIT. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's the big question for you. Mm-hmm. In the Sesame Avenue Daycare Center for Infant, Infants and Toddlers, we see six stations the kids to play at six things he shares oh, man okay with jim and pam what are those six areas uh or six things so it's the buckets right mm-hmm. so feeding feeding <laughs> four trough. of them are buffet four of them are buckets feeding trough yes restroom yes room for a plant yes and play bale a play bucket play yeah. bucket okay yep oh, there's two others uh two other stations yeah there's the poster with the clown, yes, insane clown posse, but insane and posse are scribbled out. <laughs> well, there's that, but mm-hmm. there's the other, there's a different poster that's a whole station. Oh, there's a, there's the, like the chest full of silverware from the break room made of like, Yes, but she calls utensils. the magical toy box. Oh, yeah. And the other one is the language skills and cognitive development oh, area. Oh, it's the eye test. Which is an old eye poster. test. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's put up on that kind of stained shower area yeah. that's super creepy Utility looking. Utility shower, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. Welcome That's children. Trivia. Welcome children. <laughs> do you like do you like Dwight's unveiling of the daycare better or his first unveiling of the gym? Mm. Gravel bucket squat yoke. Yeah. <laughs> Dedicated phone book ripping station. And I'll buy it back from you for two cents a yard. The ten, yeah. yeah. Five yards in and your forearms will be on fire. <laughs> I want you to use that same buffalo chicken passion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you look like LeBron James. It's LeJohn Brames. <laughs> That's what I said. Who? Val Kilmer? <laughs> I'm going to make you the buffest guy Val Kilmer's ever seen. Uh, 
well, All right. A fitting end to this yes. episode in which we came ill prepared. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, and thank you again, as always, for sending in all your questions, Yish. comments, messages. We love them all. We love seeing them. We try to respond. Um, we try to, we're trying to have more Yish. of these. <laughs> Try to do more of these episodes so we can answer some of these questions that you guys are so great at sending in. Um, But next week, uh, we're going to look ahead. We're going to do Michael versus Toby. Yes. Is our foreshadowing. Very excited to jump into that. Please, no. (laughs) Uh, But please, uh, you can keep up with us on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. Yeah. Um, You can hit us up at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. You got it. Um, uh, Let's see. Today we are recording uh, in the classic studio yes, at nice. uh, Maison de Ward. Uh-huh. Uh, and a uh, special shout out to Ryan Lloyd, who runs our social media and does all our artwork. Um, Huge ups. And another shout out to Open Signal, where sometimes we record <laughs> and they're streaming in the parking lot. Um, but anyway, and a shout out to Sean. How yes. about Sean Rowling? Shout out to Sean. He does a lot of this hosting work, uh, <laughs> so I don't have to. Uh, we miss him. Uh, excited to have him back next time. Um, but as always, thank you so much for listening. We love you. See you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the song. Yes, sir. Goes gone, threat level wise, apartheid. Gotta fight it, free Mandela, peace, I'm out. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.